rifling through those long boxes. It's gotta be here, it's gotta be here, it's gotta be here. Aha! Here it is! And bagging those books. I'm out of bags and boards again. Welcome to your home for Star Wars comics. The Cosmic Force Podcast. A Utini Podcast Network production. And now, here are your hosts, Parker Kirk, Caleb Lamanek, and Jacob Boach. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Cosmic Force. My name is Jacob. Yet again, not Parker. Unfortunately, he cannot join us this week. But hey, we're here to talk all about the newest that Star Wars comics have to offer. And I'm joined once again by Caleb Lamanite. Caleb, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. I, we got a really fun uh, uh, issue to talk about here in Dark Droids. So, uh, you know, uh, sorry, Dark Droids D Squad. D Squad, the very specific one. And, you know, if you were missing Parker, you know, from last week, that's okay. We still have our same great uh, you know, guest co host here, the one and only Oz. Oz, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Yeah, last week you called me a guest host uh, or a co-host, and um, now I guess it's starting to seem like that's a reality. So get out of here, Parker. <laughs> oh, well, we're all happy to uh, be back. Um, is Oz our first choice, or did I just remember that Tim is out on work travel all this month? You will never know. But anyways, yeah, <laughs> Oz doesn't know. It's between me and my direct messages on Slack. Well, having said all that, you're joining us for the first time. Welcome back. And if you're a return viewer, I guess also welcome back. Uh, we are here as the Cosmic Force, our, your Star Wars comics podcast on the Utini Podcasts Network, which can be found right on youtube.com slash Utini every other Wednesday and also wherever you get your podcasts, so whether that is Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, you can do it on Patreon, you can do it on Google Podcasts. Uh, if you like what you hear or what you see and you want to say thanks, you can go out and check us out on that Patreon channel, patreon.com slash Utini, where for as little as $5 a month, you can gain exclusive access to all of our bonus content, whether that be Star Wars Archives or Dice Wars. Heck yeah. Uh, you know, if you like Caleb and you want to hear more of him. A little bit in very shortly, very shortly. We just finished it up. So, you know, as soon as I can record the episode zero to prequel episode you mm. know i'm doing george lucas style i'm doing all the uh pre-work okay. first and i'll go back in time and do episode you know zero oh nice are you gonna be doing like you know here's everyone's character builds is that like how are we going all the way back there or kind of like essentially like episode zero will be like a describing of like kind of an overview of like the uh what the game system actually is and like mm -hmm. how the actual rules work so it's not like homework for lack of a better term you can jump right into episode one if you just care about like the characters and the plot there but if you actually want to know like mechanically what you're doing that's what the zero is for that's but, right folks even the listeners do not get to escape session zero of a D, &D campaign it's <laughs> just like is this like when michael seglane says you can jump right into something <laughs> we're not doing this <laughs> listen it's you a can, listen, this is a great this, great jumping on point d squad here is a great jumping on point for the uh, clone wars <laughs> yeah. i mean d, d squad is actually i will say that d squad is actually arguably a good jumping on point for dark droids you should go back and read dark droids number one afterwards but like we'll get into it but should this maybe have been earlier in the release schedule for this event i maybe. yeah I oh think here so. we go we're, we're talking reading <laughs> orders already oh <laughs> uh, i'm gonna get a dm from trev in two weeks when he listens to this episode but yeah 
uh, or a week and a half, whatever. Anyways, because yeah, this does it, this takes place right after, like it splits right out of of Dark Droids number one. It's, yeah, but the Ajax story I think takes place like right before. We can get all to, to this. Yeah, sorry, first. we're jumping the gun. We have, we, you can see how excited we are to talk about this. It is a great issue. But before that, uh, what has everyone been up to? What are you all reading right now uh, besides, you know, Dark, dark Droids? Um, I'm getting really close to finishing off the um, uh, the Legends. Uh, oh, you know, the uh, Cad Skywalker uh, series. Why am I still in Oh, Cade? Uh, Legacy? Yeah. Yeah, Legacy, Star Wars Legacy. I'm about nice. maybe eight-ish episodes away, or issues away from finally completing it. So uh, it's it's good. It's good in a really. I feel like I say this every time I bring it up. I you know went through the first like 34, 35 you know issues about, about a year or so ago. Now I'm finally picking it back up and trying to complete it. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's 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 interesting in a lot of like kind of early 2000s grunge like like i feel like i need to have some like really butt rock playing in the background while i'm reading this you know it's it's pretty hardcore i i have not because i went through all my dark horse stuff lately i got to the end of vector for all the series and i haven't picked it back up since so i think i'm like stopped around halfway through legacy one ish um but yeah anything else that's been on your your i guess Um, this seems weird, but I'm also kind of doing the exact same thing with uh, another uh, comic book of um, Invincible. Oh mm. yeah, great book! Like, I, I went through like the first like hundred chapters and put it down, and now I'm like finally picking it back up. I'm like, oh yeah, this is actually really good. So, uh, fun fact: the best-selling comic book of all time and now uh, smash uh, Amazon hit it is really show. really good. Yeah, yeah, it's solid. I years ago, I think I've got through like the first ten volumes, um, and then. I had never found the next one at half price books or McKay's. <laughs> and so I've been off the wagon for years, but I would love to get back into it at some point. Yeah. I like, I feel like those, like the seminal, like indie, like, you know, your invincibles, your sagas, all that kind of stuff. They've been like, you know, something I need to pick up eventually, but I don't have like the ease of just like Marvel unlimited. Here we go. I'm going to yeah. read a 50 issues. So. Just, well, I feel like what I like about invincible is it, it, captures like the entire like long running like massive like multiverse spanning like stock comic book story but there's no like ancillary products you have to read you just have to read the one sort yeah of, like, for the like, most part there's some spin-offs but i don't think they're not like necessary reading exactly um, it's the first issue of invincible is one of my favorite first issues to any book ever like it jumps in so good plus ryan otley is a fantastic artist mm. um yeah great book nice yeah, I guess personally for my reading, I just I finished from a certain point of view Return of the Jedi like two or three days ago. I hit like I got Tales of Light and Life done in like two days. Um, so that's been most of my reading. Um, lots of short I, stories. Yeah, lots of short stories. Uh, I really Tales of Light and Life. I really loved uh, like with Return or from a certain point of view. I think it's the same story as all from a certain point of views. There's like about ten ch- stories that like I adore. And then 30 stories that I'm like, that was pretty fun. Uh, so Yeah, I've got you know. like four or five left in there. And uh, there haven't been any that I, I hated. Yeah, no. <laughs> so that's good. Um, I think, yeah, like of the ones you have left, I really enjoyed. Um, let's see. I really enjoyed. Uh, oh, gosh. Um, Brotherhood's good, obviously. Um, I thought that this this version of the Will story is the best one. 
Oh, cool. I've, um, liked, I've liked all those. I mean, they're yeah. silly as hell. The but. the meta jokes are really like, I was like, oh, they're going for it this time. So yeah, I, I enjoyed it. And also like, I know you're doing audiobook or yeah, back and mostly, forth. Yeah. I'm yeah. The audiobook of the Wills chapters is always super fun because it's, you know, Mark Thompson and uh, Jonathan Davis going back yeah. and forth. So, uh, but outside of reading uh, for a collecting note, uh, I can't remember if this was before or after our last recording, but I got the first Ooh, volume oh, nice. of the uh, Dr. Afra 2020 omnibus, which again is very confusing on why they stopped where they did. Makes they stopped no at sense. 25 issues, uh, like issues like 12 through like 16 are in the War of the Bounty Hunters omnibus. Like it's kind of, it's strange. We still don't know if what they're doing for Crimson uh, Crimson Rain or Hidden Empire, nor have they announced any Omnis for any of the other three series. So we're in a weird spot. I think my my personal um, like prediction now is that maybe they weave more of like the remaining Spark Eternal stuff into like a Hidden Empire, um, or like a so there there might be an, another way where to put them because maybe. like the Spark Eternal does is becoming very important in like the broader non Afro story. But well, I don't it would know. just be nice for Omni collectors who picked up War of the Bounty Hunters, which is very much Act One of Kira's story, right. to be able to, to get the other two. I don't, I don't buy the Omnis for the most part. I've got the High Republic one coming. Yeah, that's next, next month. month. Yeah, but yeah, it's, that's it's questionable. I, yeah, as long as they get one, get everything, and two, don't like triple dip. I, I, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll be happy. <laughs> but that's a that's that is kind of a tall request, to, honestly, at this point. Uh, well, I um, I just got the new Bounty Hunters Ooh. trade paperback, uh, which so that puts me I'm several issues behind. Uh, but I I started it today, and I I enjoy Bounty Hunters. I'm not mm-hmm. as Valence Nation as you are. My problem with it is there's always so much going on. There's so many characters uh-huh. that like I had to pay, I had to grab the previous one to try and remind myself and so mm-hmm. then I end up basically reading rereading that whole thing. Yeah, you're also like you're kind of at a point where like the team is fluctuating. So I yeah. feel like yeah, you're like you're like losing half of the characters, adding like four more um like, you know, sp- like Spoiler alert, one of them's gonna die and like very <laughs> soon. They're very much like a just like a here's your red shirt character. Um, uh which yeah. you were talking yesterday about reasons to read bounty hunters and yes. you forgot to mention uh on the cover of this newest volume is uh inferno squadron <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's pretty sick yeah I, it's which like she was I, also on the cover of the last volume uh, and she's not in there at all <laughs> it's a variant cover which normally is fine but if you put the variant on the trade <laughs> She should be in there. That was because those were, I think those the, were a revelation. The revelations variants. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, yeah, here's yeah. what's coming up next. And they decided to put, it's a beautiful cover, but they decided to put yeah. that as the trade paperback cover. And it was like, you know, so they were teasing Iden Versio coming up in the future of the story, but she is not anywhere in the trade no. paperback she first appears in. And so or I, appears haven't, on. I haven't gotten to her and her Inferno Squad's part of the story yet, but I'm very excited for that because I love that book, love the game. Yeah. Um, and then outside of Star Wars, I got to plug uh, as if it's some small indie company, but uh, Ultimate Invasion by mm. uh, Marvel Comics, Jonathan Hickman and Brian Hitch. I was a huge fan of the Ultimate Universe uh, like 10 years ago. Uh, it, yeah, when it came out. Yeah, it came out. Geez, oh, in 2000 it started. Yeah, so it was 23 years ago, years ago oh, Ultimate Spider Man started. Ooh. It was like my gateway to comics, it was my obsession 
for many years. It ended in 2015. They announced Hickman's kept bringing it back. Now, it turns out it, it's looking like it's like a whole new thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Ultimates 2. Yeah, basically, like Ultimate <laughs> Universe 2.0. Um, but Secret they announced Wars yesterday 3. that, yeah, they announced yesterday that he and Marco Cicchetto are doing the new Ultimate Spider Man, mm-hmm. uh, which is just is fantastic. I've always wanted to read Hickman doing Spider Man, and Cicchetto's like one of the best in the business. Uh, I miss him on Star Wars. He did Phasma he did, and oh, he did Obi-Wan and Anakin. Right? He did Obi-Wan and Anakin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's insanely great. Insanely good. He's done, I think, a lot of covers. I'd love mm-hmm. to get him back on Star Wars, but. I'm happy to read some ultimates with him. So right. that's what I've been reading and what I'm looking forward to reading. Yeah, you you and Eric are gonna be all on Ultimate Spider Man when yeah, he comes it's, back. I, I'm gonna be insufferable. Yeah, I am gonna be insufferable. Okay. More uh, more so than usual, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, with all that, we actually have a decent amount of news we can hit this I week. Know. Um so first one up uh, is a new Star Wars Visions. We talked, I think, last episode or the episode before about the Star Wars Visions Peach Momoko issue and kind of what this is going to be. We're doing different one shots that are artist slash writer, like one person uh, led issues. Um, so Peaches was an original story, but this one is from Takashi Oka- Okazaki, uh, who I looked up. He uh, did Afro Samurai or at least parts of Afro Samurai. So this is, this story is a prequel to the season one visions episode, the duel uh, also known as what spun off into the Ronin novel. So it's coming before that. So we have gotten for this, this kind of character, we've gotten the episode, uh, the Ronin book, the original visions, one shot, which was also about his character. And now this uh, Takashi Okazaki one shot so getting quite a bit of visions and he also got a funko pop which is pretty wild for like he really yeah for someone yeah, who he, doesn't really have a name yeah, yeah. Uh, well he has a name i don't it's, remember what it is it's, the um, Ronin. It, it's like at the <laughs> exactly. i think they tell you what his name is at like the very end of the book yeah it's somewhere in there now that's it i don't necessarily expect them to like adhere it's to probably canon no here. i doubt it because I think I mean, it's it's following the the spirit of visions, and then it's just like tell your own story, right? Yeah, I, I think uh, it makes sense to like let them go with it. We don't need a like, you know, Ronin canonicity, uh, right? I don't think we we don't um, need a timeline of where he everything falls in. Yeah. Don't get trap started. Because we'll um, <laughs> the I mean the book adapts it, the episode, right? Yeah, but it te- no. it gives you it no, does no, like. Partly, like, uh, like oh, the the book, first, yeah, okay. In the book, the episode is like the first chapter, and right. then it like continues going on, and it, but it also tells you a backstory over the course right. of, so, which yeah, will probably not this, mesh with yeah. this, but it's the, fine. The first comic was really I don't remember completely separate. It had a it totally had not Miss Windu. Yeah, it was it because it was a dude with a purple lightsaber. Um, it was back. cool. And like yeah. hot baths, yeah, it was neat. I really enjoyed it, but you know, it it was definitely like a like if you unless you like you were a huge fan of this character, it'd be easy to kind of forget. Like you know, when I saw this, I'm like, wait, I thought we just did this. I didn't we? Am I taking crazy pills? I thought we did do a visions wow. like one shot. Welcome about to Marvel's character. numbering. Uh, yes. Which will oh be wait, hold on, hold on. The I first one was also this dude. Oh, oh. okay. That makes so sense. Is, we'll probably fit with the. Is comic it just going to be a? a republishing of his 
I hope I not. To, I doubt I it. I feel like we would have caught that. No, because they, they have like a new character <laughs> like that. Uh, let me go, let me go back to the news, uh, the official posting on StarWars.com. Um, because that would be kind of okay. Da, da, da. Like maybe they, because they did. Okay, it does mention the prequel comic written by him. Um, so this is really probably like a prequel to the comic, maybe even more so than the episode. Maybe. That's what that makes most sense to me. Okay, so yeah, so this it seems like maybe his first comic book that came out last year was the prequel to the episode, and this is maybe even farther before that, I think. Okay. So, not cool. confusing at all. Anyways, <laughs> I'm sure it'll look sick. So, I mean, that's all that really matters. All right. Uh, don't but we have we have we another have one more news there, right? and that's out sorry that is out january 2024 uh, the other one is uh, hopefully we'll this will mean we'll get a trade paperback yeah, at some, some point. point we should hopefully probably have enough because that first one, one, is, one is still on the long collected. long and yeah. getting longer list of orphaned issues <laughs> random one shots that's that right they there next to put storms out there. of crate yeah say, storms what, of crate the uh, Life Day at least got put in the Han and Chewie issue or mini or trade yeah. record, I think. So, um, but speaking of abandoned issues, Revelations 2023 number one. Uh, so if you don't remember, Revelations 2022 number one uh, <laughs> was an issue that came out around the like Hidden Empire number two ish. I think right around two or three of that mini series that was Darth Vader having uh like force visions via the eye of the webish bog on mustafar and it was basically it's basically like a narratively told previews issue for comic mm-hmm. books so it's mm-hmm. like here's what's coming up in star wars and here's what's coming up in vader and afra and bounty hunters and but then also like teased the anakin and a yoda story in the yoda yoda mini series it also Te- like talked a little bit showed a little bit of the Han and Chewie miniseries like and it was mainly but, hyping up to get into dark droids yeah yeah but now we're yes. getting another one the weird thing with that book and I assume this one will be formatted that way versus like Empire Ascendant uh-huh. which was just like three or four short stories yeah that it, yeah it had that through line so you can't even break it into like four pieces to put in the different series trade paperbacks yeah on their own They've got this weird narration that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I'm not sure where this would ever go unless, like, because there's mean, no. Put it in the, you can put it in the back of a Star Wars trade, just right? Like Mainline main or like but, an um, like a random Omni. It's like here's a bonus. Here you got, yeah. Rebel. but it's like also like the first one is like fifty something pages, so like it's it's a yeah, lot it's a of space book. for something that's not going to be like necessarily fully related to it, right? Uh, but so this on one the, looks yeah. even less related because okay, on like, the cover let's, we let's have take a look Leia. Here, yeah. So, mm-hmm. so I, I, I broke this down earlier today, uh, like personally. So you, like, obviously Leia, Vader, Luke, Lando all make sense. Like it's like the mainline stuff mm-hmm. you have hooded random character below. Could be anyone could be Kira after hidden empire. Ooh. It's not really worth, I think speculating that much. I think Jabba could be, we're just getting that much closer to return to the Jedi that he's going to be a main, like a more focal point character. Mm-hmm. Um, Keeve Trinis, it's just gonna be like, hey, she's in her High Republic run. We got to feature her somewhere. Yeah, that uh, one's gonna bug me. <laughs> yeah, Thrawn. Well, I mean, we got Loading Great Storm in the first Revelations, and um, yeah, but it wasn't like teasing 
right the, the phase so, uh, two comic or anything also yeah. as we've already established this is a cover covers don't mean anything that is true yeah. but you at least <laughs> expect would, them all to appear in there somewhere i think we literally just went through with this with inferno squad yeah well that was yeah. a variant i think kevin yeah, yeah. did post on his Substack that uh that he was writing something for revelations yeah, um, so. and I saw that because uh, there was like a list of like writers and artists. There are a lot of who you'd expect. Um, apparently, Ethan Sachs and um, Will Sliney are doing something again together, which means uh, I guess Disney Parks is probably about to announce something because that's oh, the God. only time they ever team up. <laughs> um, but then Thrawn, Thrawn is a big one. I don't th- I've heard people say Alliance's adaptation. I've heard people say TV show adaptation. I don't think that's the case. Uh, because I looked through the entirety of the first revelations, and the only thing that was maybe an adaptation is there's this giant two-page splash, and it's just like all these characters like floating in space, and there's one that could be IG-11, but it could. I mean, it was like his signature, yeah. like two arms out move. I'm like, it could. It's probably him, but like that was literally it. Like one figure, a tiny figure in a giant like splash page out of fifty something pages. Yeah, I don't think they put him on a cover just for an adaptation. Well, especially if they go the like narrative through line thing, it would be uh-huh. weird to be like whoever's having the vision or or whatever to be thinking about the Ahsoka series, right? And that's why whoever's having the vision, I think this is going to be a Mace Windu with the cover design, a Mace Windu experiencing a Shatterpoint E type thing oh. of maybe have experiencing all these characters through the Force that way. That's my guess. Um, wild that could make sense maybe it's the uh, mysterious figure in the bottom there it could be them as well who knows i I mean instantly my thought is that it's java right (laughs) java's java's high i know it makes too many frogs but he's He's like he's right in the middle he's like the spider in the middle of the web he is yeah he is the shatter point um maybe maybe it's like you know look at how all these characters interact with java over the course of Java's big, that, I mean, it could be it could be like um the uh, tales from the Rancor Pit. Yeah, mm-hmm. in fact, that actually makes a lot of sense because all of them he's been alive for everyone. Have yeah. I mean, Keeve hasn't met him, but she's she's worked with the Huts, right? Um, I don't think he showed up in Volume One. I don't think he um, did, but like he, I they never mentioned him. Well, and yeah. there's also in um he wasn't there, but in War of the Bounty Hunters, when the Hut Council's meeting, like one of them's like asleep and like talking about lena so like yeah. so, i mean there's, oh yeah 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 that was <laughs> there's enough like you know how many degrees of job of the hut are you yeah. um but yeah the, one of the interesting things i saw from the article or they posted an article announcing it and then they also posted their solicits because this comes out in december uh, this, december 20th is when this is supposed to drop nice. um one of the like bullet points you know mostly they don't mean anything but it's like from it says quote from the high republic obviously Keeve to the original trilogy, you know, and then, and beyond. So I don't, I, I know maybe we're finally kind of pushing, obviously Mace Windu is in there, so he doesn't fit either of those categories. So yeah. that could be the beyond, but well, like Thrawn. Yeah. Just, maybe we're finally, well, Thrawn, you know, was around for parts yeah. or no, he wasn't actually. Never mind. He was, he was on pretty, uh, but um, you know, maybe we're finally doing, Things outside of where we've been for the past, yeah. Maybe it's Ray. Maybe Ray's there in the bottom. Yeah, that would that, be insane. <laughs> that's. Well, that's I mean, um, what's Broom Boy's name? Tamari uh, Black. Yeah. Uh, wh- where's knows. Where's Jai Kill? Yeah. Oh God. Um, in fact, so having read Light and Life, 
uh, phase three, I think, has a, like the huts are gaining power. Mm-hmm. Is one of the things. Yeah, probably think, with the um, the Keith story. Yeah, so I think that the, the huts are going to maybe now maybe it's not a vision job is having, and it is it's just sort of a tales of, his tales of job is palace kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know. It could go a lot of different ways. I'm interested to see. Yeah, I guess like because I think the 2022 one was just like, hey, Dark Doors is coming up. Here's all these things, and then yeah. now it's like we are probably very close to like a pretty seismic shift in Star Wars comics publishing. Like we can only keep doing this for this post Empire Strikes Back stuff for so long. Especially because I feel like they're really on the tail end of that year. Like they yeah. they got through the year really quick, and now they're just like taking baby steps and also like we're starting to like like i mean not to jump too far ahead but we're starting to like publish issues at a pretty frantic i don't know if it was like we had delays and we're getting caught up but like we have a few series that are publishing like issues like two weeks apart yeah it's dark horse all over again <laughs> it's uh it's a rebirth dc we're just you know yeah. boom, every other week three dollar issues gotta keep well, that a supply four, chain four, four superman comics a month oh, you're gosh. gonna pay for it <laughs> But anyways, a decent amount of news, but I think we should probably maybe jump into our main topic of discussion this week. And that is D squad, George Lucas's favorite clone wars story. Number one, mm-hmm. a dark droids. Uh, yeah. Title. Very uh, good book, man. This was right a lot there. of fun. Yeah. This so uh, written by Mark Guggenheim, uh, pencils from both Salva Espine and David Messina, and then colors from Israel Silva and Brian uh, Valenza. So we have just a bit of a heads up. We have the D Squad proper issue, which is you got R2, you got Chopper, you got WAC 47, you got a random RX droid all going on and triple zero all going on some silly hijinks. And then you also have the Book of Ajax, which is like a backup B story that tells you kind of the origin and the whole story of Ajax, also Ajax Sigma, um, which is why we were kind of like making comments earlier about maybe this should have gone earlier, but we'll kind of work our way through it, starting with the D squad portion of the issue. Absolutely. So. Yeah. So um, again, we can have two issues. Last time we checked in on RTU uh, was when he was, uh, you know, when he was stranded in space after being uh, kicked out of the airlock by a corrupted C-3PO. So just kind of wandering through the poor space there. Uh, you know, he's doing his best uh, to navigate space, uh, ping-ponging across asteroids until he latches onto a friendly ship piloting by by his old D-Squad ally, WAC-47. Uh, <laughs> jumping uh, from that to the planet uh I go, uh, R2 attempts to enlist the help of his fellow rebellion hero, C110P. Good old shopper. It's a, <laughs> it's a lot of fun seeing these two like butt heads against each other. Um, chopper, of course, is on a secret mission, but he does decide to point R2 into the uh, direction of a murderous protocol droid that everyone has seen up. So he commandeers a shuttle to the uh, planet of Gallows, where he find, finds a giant a uh, crowd fleeing from a deadly angry protocol droid triple zero who's just in, in the mood for a little touch of murder i mean it's classic for his character oh yeah it's uh, great it's great so yeah this was a lot of fun uh i like you have like we showed a little bit of it you have like a page and a half of like because whack 47 is like the only one that speaks basic or english for like the vast majority of the issue so you just have mm-hmm. 
R2 and Chopper just going back and forth, just beeping and booping. Um, it's it's such an easy gag and one that shouldn't work. But it but does. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the issue opens with, I think, eight pages of R2. Of R2 just, just like floating in space. Floating in space. <laughs> it's great. There's no dialogue. There's no translation. It's like the it's like the holiday special, but with R2. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you're going to have to suffer through 15 minutes of Wookiee before you get to any English and right. yeah, Shri Wook. But nope. It's a... Uh, yeah, that was droids, but it works. Yeah, it's very like I mean, if if you're all about like a words per page kind of thing, then this might not be your issue. But I had I had more fun than I would have expected with this. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like it helps that it like the tone of this is kind of like light and charming. It's like oh, just the droid episodes. We're going to have a lot of like wacky hijinks and like uh, we're going to turn the cartoonishness up like three or four notches. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it definitely goes for Rebels or, or yeah, like or the said, original D Squad. Yeah, Clone Wars droid episodes. Um, which I guess we should go ahead and mention uh, for D Squad episode fans, there is one sadly missing person here, and that's there's there's no Mieber Gascon. Uh, yet, 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 yet. <laughs> yeah. We still have what three issues left? Yeah, yeah. But we got let's time. Be, let's be honest. He would have. He would have stuck with the Empire. Like he's. He. He's yeah. He probably now. ended up in like whatever. Like the uh, whatever Cyril works at, in Andor. Like <laughs> yeah. the like standards bureau or whatever. That's where Mieber Gascon probably is. Yeah. Although. Yeah. I can't see the Empire putting up with having this diminutive <laughs> little alien. That true. True. Uh, but. I also whack 47. I mean, he, uh, he, we picked up right where we left off. It feels like, I think he is like, you know, still the same goofy little pit. Like, like it literally calls him a D U M dumb series pit droid. Exactly. <laughs> like he, he was delivering, what do you say? Like, uh, like hygienic wipes to home one. That's his, yeah. he said he's on a toilet paper run for yeah. them. And, and Archie's uh, like, okay, can you take me back to home one? He's like, well, now I'm behind on schedule, so I have to skip them to stay on schedule. And it's like, what? also, <laughs> just like it's it's so cool that he's like with the rebellion, you know? Yeah, like that is a question. Like, how did how did he make that jump? Do you think he just like a soldier of poor circumstance and got mixed up with it? Just like you know, he delivered something to the wrong place and suddenly, well, I'm in a rebellion now. I mean, just by being a pit droid, there is a non-zero chance that he's friends with Pelimoto. That which is, means he he could know R five. That who is we true. Know is in the rebellion. Mm. I feel my my answer or like my head cannon is that he like shortly after the D squad mission, he got like decommissioned because he is a pit droid in the Grand Army of the Republic, and you know as the rebels do picking up like scrapped ships and all kinds of random junk to like <laughs> be a hodgepodge group of rebels. They probably picked up a decommissioned whack 47 at one point. It's like, yeah, sure, dude, I guess you can pilot this giant like freighter <laughs> back and forth, the hygiene sheets, yeah, like, you know, for the cause. <laughs> but yeah. So, yeah, so that we, was we got- the first half and kind of the wacky fun part of the episode. Uh, then we got something a little bit more, um, a little da- more dour, the book of Ajax here. Uh, as we can't, he flashes back and remembers the uh, first rebellion. Was this the Kleek songs? Kleekson's moon. Kleekson's moon. moon. It's put down by a by 1977 the, reference from the yeah. original Marvel comics. It's the Droid World or Droid Moon issue, which I've not read yet. I need to do I that. Feel like, and, and Bounty Hunter was also in a character from there, I think. That is correct. Uh, the uh, Well, you actually, I think you I don't mm, I don't know that you see it in the Book of Ajax itself, but uh, when we like get to the rapid fire section at the end, I'll kind of 
Yeah. Anyway, so uh, the Jedi of the High Republic, led by Loden Great Storm, front and center here, uh, you know, puts down poor Ajax and his rebellion there in a pretty uh, unfortunate and brutal way. Uh, many centuries later, he is reassembled by those who are still loyal to him. He, like what he you know started was still had uh, echoes out there, uh, but as he's reassembled, he starts preaching a new uh, type of like. Uh, you know, maybe we shouldn't just kill all our organics. Maybe on our little hideaway, it's okay to be passive and, and peaceful here and no longer have to kill anyone who comes across it, it, this. It, it doesn't go terribly well because he goes immediately back to Cleason's moon. Uh, you know, Ajax is confronted by the uh, angry locals there uh, who are not too happy to see like the uh, you know terrorist of uh, you know, 100 years ago return. So he kills them all in return. Uh, Luke Skywalker then comes across him, the two battle, but Ajax shows regret for his uh, murderous ways and then retreats away. This was a very interesting, well, again, one, this could have maybe gone earlier in the event because I, unless you're paying very close attention to the, all the comics over the past year, you might not have really known much of this because I think what this does very well is it actually weaves. I mean, it tells some original story, but also weaves every sort of Ajax nugget we've gotten over the past mm -hmm. year into this. So like you see the Loden fight, which was teased in the first revelations issue. Uh, you see Han Solo and Chewbacca mess around with him, which was in the Han and Chewie miniseries. Uh, the him being reconstructed, I think was also in revelations and then the him with Luke Skywalker is like, I can't even like, I tried to find the issue before because I had like remembered it like a couple weeks ago and I couldn't pin down yeah. what issue was in because it's like a random one, like after an event where he just like comes on like a down freighter or something like that. And it's like, there's yeah, this like, see, I don't even see it on, on the look as it's yeah. same, an like, appearance totally, for him. So maybe reading, you're just misremembering. Yeah, no, well, I, 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 it you, sounds like it should be there, and I read him. And while I was reading this, I'm like, "Why is Luke here? Like, this seems like no, it happened before. Is it not yeah. in Dark Droids one? No, no it would, I'm talking Dark like around like the uh, Kesserit fleet kind of type. Okay, because yeah, I'm a little behind on the mainline run outside of the event tie-ins. Yeah, yeah it's so, probably like pre-issue like 35 or something like that. Yes, you know, he still has his yellow saber in that one, and yeah. it still doesn't yes. look all whacked. True. But yeah, it was like a random issue where like he like they like come across like a distress signal or something like that, and he pops aboard and everyone's dead and this like Ajax is there and that was like one of the first times we had run into him, and I was like oh okay and then yeah that now we're like finally coming back around and incorporating that into his journey of like basically becoming a priest droid at the end which is where we catch him in dark droids number one which is like it there's yeah. the little ed editor's bubble at the bottom it's like this is on sale now so it's like <laughs> and it's not it doesn't seem like it was like a weird like delays kind of got things out of order because it has always been really supposed to release that way but yeah like well, this plus is kind you've of you've got the first story which directly follows dark droids one right uh, yeah so i think that they just needed somewhere to put this book of ajax i feel like if they do an omni of this the book of ajax might be put somewhere else like a prologue. I mean, like they put like with the War of the Bounty Hunters on me, they put like J the Job of the Hut issue first, and that was released like two thirds of the way through the event. Right. So it's always possible. Um, but yeah. It looks like I'm just flipping through Revelations here. It looks like we see him and Luke in Revelations together. Okay. So maybe that's what it's from. Well, so Revelations was probably teasing it for then and when it came up. Yeah. After that. So it would be a like. 
post or mid hidden empire ish issue of the the series. We'll figure I'm, it out. Yeah, at some point I will find I'm like whatever like three panels this was in. Uh, but yeah. Um, so yeah, basically anyways. this is like a condensed retelling. Of his, of story his so origin, far. which I think is very helpful because again, like you had to be paying reading everything and and not just yeah. the main lines and paying very close attention to understand who Where this dude was. From. I mean, like even before, like I like wrote an article for the website being like that was like the here's what you need to know before Dark Droids, and I like wrote it and I'm like, wait, because I wrote it like, oh yeah, Ajax is the bad guy, and I'm like, hold on, is he? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like I had to I like mean, reread like, everything. They want him to be the bad guy. He he's definitely set up no, as a bad guy. I think he is the uh, like the righteous. This. Oh like, yeah, I this, mean, like he was definitely like in that space. I feel like he's now like misguided, and we can get. Let's go ahead and get into it. Like he, you know, he definitely says like, listen, I, you know, before he left for the moon, he's like, listen, I'm not about that whole murder lifestyle anymore. And the moment he gets down and meets any resistance, like uh, I did, I just started killing all the organics. Well, he's even like, I try not to, but like, I kind of like, they kind of forced my hand. Like, you know, it was either like, I, I was not able to, like, I tried to like fend them off, but there's so many of them that like, that was the only thing that was going to come out of it. Like they were True, going to rip him apart or he was going to have to kill them. But there was also like a point where like Luke says like, so you, 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 you defended yourself all the way into their ship. Oh, well, you, you, yeah. you pursued them. You defend yourself all the way, chasing them down into their ship. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I mean, we'll definitely see more. I think we'll understand this, like who exactly he is. Cause he's like, he's like talks about how he's, you know, I've evolved to the point where I don't think killing everyone is the right way to about it. Like we are f- like, he's like, I'm fine with being like an isolationist basically where like, I, we can like mm-hmm. stay like we can, the, the enlightened droids can like basically stick to themselves and yeah. everyone else can kind of figure it out. But uh, eventually, um, so I, and I think you know, once we see Ajax and the scourge kind of, interact with each other will it'll make a lot more sense on like yeah, where they stand i think that's like, going to end up being the big conflict climax is the two of them duking it out like yeah. philosophically yeah, I, like that, I, yeah. So I can't wait to see all the, the speech bells like but that sounds satirical but like i do think they are two very interesting world views of like we must consume everything and turn everything into droids versus you know we've tried that it's okay for droids to be their own thing i I feel like this is going to be a really interesting, maybe not quite on the level of like Magneto versus Charles Xavier, but kind of on the same same sort of bent here, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's interesting because like you have the potential for lots of different, I guess, factions facing each other between the Scourge and Ajax, and I yeah, mean, I, it seems like D Squad is going to be, probably be teaming up with Ajax. I think based on some of the covers from her correctly. And then, yeah, the empire and the rebels probably just trying to survive if we're being honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah. every, everyone with a cyborg friend trying to get them out alive. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, thank you, Lando. So speaking of, uh, you know, D squad and all like that, like let's, let me pull up back up the cover here. Like who, who's left on for the D squad. Here? Okay. We're going to get triple zero, right? Well, yeah. Triple zero. So what, who we're BT left one. with is BT1. We don't know when he's going to come in. Uh, IG-88, who is the last time we saw him at the end of War of the Bounty Hunters where he has like an existential crisis. Have we not seen him since then? Uh, no, no, no. He, no, he came he back in up. in like the Vader, I want to say, and just like start killing a crap ton of dudes in Vader. 
I thought that was during War of the Bounty Hunters. He was, was that Crimson Rain? Was after. That was after. He was in one of the okay. issues I read today, I think. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, no, he's, 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 back, he's back in it. Our, no, I think he's in Bounty Hunters. Makes yeah. sense. He's, he's back in Bounty Hunters. Anyways, I do have an answer to where Forlom is. Um, they basically, uh, like, I guess, like, for the issues that have also come out in the, during the past two weeks, one of them was Bounty Hunters 38. Uh, Val- Valance is going through that again. He's not having a good time right now. <laughs> Um, like Valance, I feel like he's like a saddest boy. He can never have a good right time. He, he got he got his mind wiped, but hey, the new artist is like popping off. So like I was a little scared because Paolo Villanelli was so good, but the new one doing really good work. Um, anyways, uh, they are like on Cligson's moon with Cligson. Cligson's supposed to restore Valance's memories, and then he's oh whoops, he's evil. He's going to wipe Valance's memories and basically make him like a killing machine. Um, Such new host for Cligson. And then um, what happens is Forlom and Zuckus are like trying to like figure out what's going on. So they're like on their own going through the base and a bunch of scourge droids come through with all the little like parasite ones, all the little discs. Mm. Um, And Zuckus sends Forlom out the airlock or out like a a escape pod. So he basically got the same R2 treatment that he just like got sent off into space. And I'm sure he will connect with uh, D squad and issue two, I would guess we're I slow. Guess it, it is weird. Cause like you have to get the gang together really yeah. quickly since you only is, have like four issues. And this right. is such a wacky, you know, gang here. Now here's the next question. Do you think next issue of D squad will also have a book of Ajax or do you think they'll, I think that's a one-time thing. My guess yeah. is that. And one, because it says the story continues in, uh, in dark Droids number Dark-Droids one War. instead of D squad two. Uh, also because the solicit doesn't say anything about it, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Right. Um, yeah, I don't think so. It just, it does feel weird having it. In, I mean, I know he's a droid, so like it makes sense to put in a droid book, but like as cool as that story was, I don't really understand the placement of it here. The, the book of Ajax? Or? Yeah. Like why it's in <laughs> this with like why it's a backup to this wacky droid tale. Right. I said maybe it's like they had like a cliffhanger here and like, well, let's just go ahead and put the uh the, the end of the issue here so that next issue we can have like all the meat and bones and don't have to have like a weird like stopping point in the middle again. Yeah, maybe. Or they just yeah. had this story that needed to go somewhere and then well, like, yeah, it's like it's like the, I mean like dollars for this if we put it here. The total comic count like is with the covers and everything is like thirty-three pages long. So like I guess like Hey, we didn't have quite enough. Like we, like the D squad number one wasn't quite long enough, so we can fit in another. <laughs> we already put eight pages of R two in space. Right, yeah, we're, we're talking about how we more. You got to get the team back together quickly, but then we're gonna spend half the issue just like giggling. Right. Too. And, and also, the two of the team members did not show up. That they, they they're like, we're we're not coming with you. It's just R two on by himself. Yeah. Uh, I so the nice thing is so Mark Guggenheim has now done. He's been like. I mean, Charles Soule's writing the main Dark Droids issues, but he's like done quite a bit of it. He's did the Han and Chewie miniseries that helped set it up. He did the original Revelations issue. Mm -hmm. He uh, is doing this now, obviously. Uh, So like he's contributing quite a bit to like, I guess, the history and who Ajax is. Um, So it's, you know, kind of cool to see a through line there like creative wise in addition to Charles Soule writing basically everything. Um, You know, we got someone else that's doing good with it and he's also it seems like there's like a lot of writers credited on the next revelations but i think he's going to be the primary one on that again based on how it's solicited so 
Um, but yeah, I am very interested to see where, I mean, like I, yeah, I think we all enjoy this issue. It's just like, yeah. okay, like how can uh, we like logically see this like, going forward? Like I, like I can't wait for like, I'm just looking at this lineup here. I'm like, I don't know who I want to see interact with more with like whack 47 and triple zero or like chopper and, and the blastro droid, uh, you know, um, BT1. BT1. Like, there's yeah. so many, like, crazy, like, you know, combinations here of these, like, larger than life droid characters here mm-hmm. to interact. It's like, there's too much character here for one issue, you know? I am kind of curious if um, all of the droids end up being part of the final team. Cause, like, I remember there's, like, one, something they, like, put out at one point and, like, they didn't, like, it didn't have everyone in the list that was on the first cover. And everyone's like, oh, yeah. why didn't you mention Chopper? And Chopper's, not in the any of the solicits or any of the remaining oh, covers. Like, maybe Chopper just leaves. Maybe yeah, he's maybe yeah, just, that he was just so like we got a silly cameo of Chopper for funsies and he's not yeah, actually fact, part. Yeah, because Chopper didn't go with R2 as far as we know. Well, neither like. did WAC 47. The WAC, I think, is at least in the corner, maybe, of the third cover. I'm kind of like flipping through them all oh, okay. again. Yeah. He shows up on variants, but I don't count that. But we are gonna get QTKT, the pink R2 droid. So oh, nice. yeah. So that'll be fun. Um, um, I what I'm curious to see is like if this is going to be other other than the book of Ajax, like if this is going to be a crucial read or just like a fun side story. Because I'm good either way with it since you know, right? Buried, I think like, like like Marvel events when they do you know like ever going back to like Civil War and Secret Invasion uh-huh. and Avengers vs X and all that, they'll have a ton of tie-ins, and then there's always inevitably like the Deadpool book, which doesn't really matter for the event but it's like right they're on the edge of the x-men and avengers fighting and deadpool's just being a goofball uh-huh and that'd be fun i i i think it might be I, I honestly think it might end up being more of the latter where it's just a little yeah. goofy but fun like, wow. like i'm trying to picture dark droids number five being like an avengers end game moment where, like, <laughs> where chopper ghost and, comes to the portal yeah <laughs> uh, i mean maybe that's wack- a secret mission and it's like WAC 47 comes out and like the, the Wakanda X's yeah. and everything like that. Yeah, it'd be pretty sick. Um, I I do think I'm really happy, at least so far, with how the mainline series are handling it because like it's not like duplicative, duplicative like it was in War of the Bounty Hunters, where like they're kind of like telling stories twice in some issues and you know they're way too overlapped, but it's yeah, not like it wasn't so far removed. Stories twice. It was like you got to read page eight of this book yeah. and then jump to page well, like, four of this book. I think it's like War of the Bounty Hunters two and like Afro like thirteen were the same issue basically. Yeah, just with like Afro had that. a few extra panels, uh, but like it's not that densely overlapped where you're kind of getting extra like the same content twi- content twice, and it's not like as so far removed as Crimson Rain where like. If you were just like, let's say you were just reading Darth Vader and you just didn't pay attention to what happened in the Crimson Rain miniseries, you'd probably be okay. Like yeah, it was yeah. like so. It's just like a, hey, these other things are happening right now. Um, this seems a lot more of like the events are affecting each other. Like you know, you see Forlom being sent off. You're seeing Clixon's Moon in Bounty Hunters. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually some of the, I was reading some of the solicits ahead for D squad. They are going to run into EV 99, which you're, we're seeing right now in star Wars. Like cool. it seems like a, the thing, the, the issue, the, the event is eventing and I'm kind of, you know, I'm excited so. to see how they handle it. 
Yeah, and I feel like they're doing a good job because, like, hey, these droids are now going rogue and having a massive hive mind. Like, I feel like as sci-fi readers, as you know, science fiction fans, as Star Wars fans, like, we get that trope. We've seen that before, so it's like, oh, we we don't need a whole lot of uh, pre-work to uh, like establish why this is happening. We just know it's kind of like a zombie plague. It's like you know, yeah. we, we know what's going on now. Yeah, I think also like they just probably like. War of the Bounty Hunters was so like unprecedented, unprecedented for like Star Wars. Mm-hmm. That I think what they've just like had a lot of learning and growing as like a creative team and a like publishing team of like finding like the right balance of handling mm-hmm. events like this. It's since we've gotten four in a two year span. So. Exactly. Yeah, I was about to say they haven't let up on it, but <laughs> we have not stopped. Um speaking of the team makeup, what I'm really curious and what I've been curious about since the announcement is to like see how they get triple zero and BT to join. Um, I mean, they don't hate droids obviously. So, but I, you know, they're bad guys. Right. Right. Uh, so like, I guess, I mean, they want their freedom, so they don't want to get taken over right. by the scourge, but I feel like that's how they're going to do it. It's like, Hey, like, why don't we just take out this thing that could take rid of your, uh, your, yeah. um, your, I think it's going to be the same thing that you always do with triple zero. It's like, Hey, triple zero. Yes. Do you want to murder people? And he's like, yeah. of course. Yeah, <laughs> like, I would love like to every do time. That. Also, uh, like I don't know if you have it here. I guess I can send it in uh, our chat just so you all can see it quickly. The cover for issue four, it kind of looks like the in, they're inside Darth Vader's meditation chamber. Oh, you're I right. Know. I see that there, like at the top of the frame. Um, it it yeah. does look like Vader just woke up and he's staring down all yeah. the uh, droids. Um, I mean, the, the solicitor says they're going into the palace of Jabba the Hutt, so mm, maybe not, but like, uh, it's interesting. We'll it's, see. It's fun. Yes. And as we saw, long established covers are always yeah, 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 they're all they're the most reliable. Um, you know, okay. shout out Silver Age Comics. You will never lie to me based on your cover. <laughs> Superman <laughs> will die in every issue. It's fine. Exactly. <laughs> Man, there's like a lot going on in this issue here. There's some like for of course there's 33 ish our pages, so that helps a lot here. Um, one thing I do want to shout out is that the planet they go to, Igo, um, Ego, yeah. Ego, like that showed up previously in the Clone Wars actually. But that like if you ever look into like the the plot, like some things that that planet had in Legends, that was a wild planet. Like was it probably in galaxies or something? I would guess. It, it, Maybe, but like it, I have a, a book for the role playing thing where they talk about you know Genosis and the Rims, and there's like several pages about that place. It's like Maroon Central, like there's like 40 moons all with a different environment. They have like forced space dragons there that like you know, inhabit the space there. Um, it's oh, here's a kind of important thing you know, when Anakin is telling Padme, yeah, the Phantom Menace, that's yeah, what Phantom I know it from. Yeah, it's that's the, what the angels on the moons of Diego, uh, exactly. That it's that planet, yeah. So, um, but yeah, I think I don't know, I don't know if I have too much else to say of this. We did see an RX unit, which is always fun, you know. Shout out, um, oh gosh, what's the ride at Disney World? Um, Oh, oh, the uh, Star the, Tours, the, the, yeah, Star Tours, yeah, yeah, Star Tours. Um, which I don't think this is that specific one. Yeah, no, it's not that RX droid, nor is it probably the RX droid that is the DJ in the can in uh, Ogus Cantina. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> but it could yeah. be. 
Yeah. Hey. You know, well, does it have an actual designation, a full designation in this one? I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, but that yeah. I mean, seeing those is always cool. Plus, I feel like we haven't talked really at all about how like we got High Republic content in this, which is kind of wild, and not oh, just yeah. like not just Luke <laughs> being like, "Oh, I found something from the High Republic." It's like, no, that's Loden and these mm-hmm. five other Jedi that we've never met. Oh yeah, and it's like that was like the when the um, the first revelations came out. It's like there's this one tiny panel with like a half inch tall Loden Graystormer. You're like, yeah. what? <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's like green twilight from the higher public with a yellow lightsaber. What yeah, is now, going on? Technically, I think we talked about this anyone. last time. They they didn't actually name him, yeah. but it's no, it's Loden. It's Loden. It's absolutely Loden. Uh, and so now like. I know that this is giving us that story, but I would love to see like an actual telling of the story, whether it's a, a comic later down the line or what. Yeah. Uh, Tales of Light and Life it, 2. Uh, yeah. But to see it from Loden's point of view. Right. Because there's something there. I saw someone, someone was like, oh God, who's the, um, the Jedi, the old Jedi from uh, the Jedi Survivor and Jedi Fallen Order mm. game. Uh, Sears uh, master. Yeah. Like okay, the dude yeah. on the left looks like him. I was like, I mean, he is a, yeah, you know, but I don't bear skin dude with a beard. I don't think it's, old. it's not him, but I mean like, yeah, close enough. Yeah. <laughs> we got that. We got a Doatin Jedi. We got a Zabrak Jedi. We got a, I don't know what the one in the back is supposed to be. Yeah. I don't know. Miriallen or something. Miriallen. Yeah. Yeah. She could be. Maybe. maybe. Who knows? Um, but I'm looking at a little closer. It looks like it. We yeah, will probably no. never see these four characters ever again, but it's fine. <laughs> I don't they know. Look, they they looked up. Yeah, yeah that's true. The book two of Ajax. I mean, it's just with with how they are with the High Republic, it it would be weird that they just threw four random designs in. Right. Hey, if we ever get know. another art book. Oh god. <laughs> the art book does have a volume one on the does spot, have volume so. one. Don't get me too excited though. Knock on wood. There were some pretty cool like droid designs. Like it's nice that like they have a lot of options to kind of like go crazy with it like there's they had the um the new republic security droids from mando in one of the panels yeah there's a ton of stuff uh we got that we got you know obviously kx droids you got b2s you got probe droids um there yeah they, they uh like there's like i know there's a giant connecting uh variant connecting cover mm-hmm. for i think dark droids that's like just probably like 60 plus different for, droids i think it's for d squad is it? Um, so all of the four issues. No, no, it's Dark Droids. Okay, it is. All right. Either way, um, yeah, it's really cool that like if you're a, if you're a droid lover, this uh, there you go. Then right. this is this is just like fuel for you. I don't know. Anyways, um, does anyone else have anything they want to hit on with Dark Droids? Be or cheese D Squad before D-Squad. we D Squad D Squad Dark Droids colon again we are yeah. waiting we are eagerly waiting Mieber Gascon that's, that's all I was going to say is, yeah we want we want our boy yeah. Mieber it, when BT1 shows up if Mieber does not pop out of his head <laughs> uh, <laughs> imagine if Mieber was in BT1 for the last the entire, eight, the eight whole years time. Like, yeah. that's, that's his thing that would be sick uh, uh, the thing I mean the thing you know is that like they didn't they they didn't just pick D-Squad out of a hat like they went they obviously went back and rewatched the episode, so they've they've talked about Mieber. Yeah, they talked about Mieber. Talked about Mieber. 
they talked about Gregor. They talked about definitely not Jackson's skeleton. Yeah. Uh, so like you know that they had a discussion whether or not Mieber could be in fits, the story. Yeah. And that means if if he doesn't fit in the story, they know what his story I could mean, be. Honestly, I feel like the most like if he was ever going to show up, the most likely way for him to appear would be like. Whack 47 finally makes his delivery of sanitation wipes at the end to home one and Mieber's the one receiving. That would be great. Yeah, that would be a really killer punchline. Yeah. Again, come like tag me in three months and we will see how <laughs> if if that prediction came true. If we're if we're lucky. Three months if we're lucky. Yeah. I mean, but. if um what's his face from Jindy Wars can show up in one issue of Dr. Afra. Oh, um, Oh, uh, I know what you're talking about. The main bad guy. Yeah, the 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 worm. Dirge. Dirge. Oh, he's back. Dirge. He's in Bounty Hunters now. That's yeah, right. Yeah. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, they if he can come back, so can Mieber. But that that was also insane that they like here here's some Dirge. They introduce him, send Killed him, up. blast him into space. The same issue, and we did not see him for two years. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like he's been he's just been around. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, any other last thoughts on D Squad? It's well, great. You should pick it up. Yeah. Um, I already kind of talked about Bounty Hunters 38. The other two issues we can't, had in the past two weeks were the start of the Obi Wan Kenobi uh, adaptation, <laughs> Obi Wan number one. I don't know we if got anyone, the best person for the adaptation, you know. That's all we need to say. Uh, yeah. And Darth Vader 38, which is Vader still fighting off the scourge. Uh, good old, um, I jeez, I can't remember his droid. Off the top of my head, the one, that, the joy that Caleb hates. Oh, is, uh, yeah. What's this? The uh, the um, little assistant dude, uh, like triple uh, six or something like that. Yeah, he's um, six sigma. He's he's being silly, goofy. Uh, but that was what we had. I, past I, weeks. Have, I you know, I kind of actually liked that issue because I, was that the one where they kept trying to talk about how you're going to kill Vader? He, maybe. I feel like that I need to reread it. I kind of forget yeah. it. it kind of like, I, I liked it because it felt a little wacky. It's like, and then if we do this, then we'll definitely not kill Vader, but we'll get close. But if we, you know, use all these powers together, then we'll get really close to killing Vader again. But we won't actually uh, do it. That's what it was like do, he like it was like the the um they were gonna like fire on the executor, and then like the uh guys like I served with Piet. Piet would give me some time to figure it out, and then like Vader saves the day. And then Piet turns around and blasts the other dude out of space because they had like a contamination issue of the droids now. Anyways, the next two weeks are absolutely stacked. We have Afro 36, Mando Season 2, uh, Issue 4, Hyperspace Stories Number 9, Darth Vader 39. Again, there's a like two week like gap. Uh, Bounty Hunters 39, there's another very short gap. And the big one, which we'll probably be talking about in two weeks, is Shadows of Starlight number one. So Let's six go. issues in the next two, two weeks. weeks. I will read only five of them because I'm not. I trade weight for uh, hyperspace stories. It's fine, uh, but yeah, still quite a bit to get through. And I think the first Shadows of Starlight might be a longer issue, if I remember correctly. They yeah, probably charge an extra like dollar anyways. Yeah. <laughs> um, which I mean, what we've seen from I'm more excited for that than I've been for any star wars comic in a while just because like especially I, like I, tales of light and life is i yeah, think I is just yeah. like getting the hype going again yeah it was, it's all kind of taking really good. place in the same-ish time period and i um, i liked yeah. phase two a whole lot but yeah. finishing midnight horizon i was just like ready to 
pick continue that story and we've been waiting now a year for phase three year and a half yeah it's been because i think the fallen wait was the fallen star the fallen star is almost two years old it was january yeah 2022 yeah so midnight horizon wouldn't have been far behind that i think like the last thing of phase one came out like may of that year i think with like the weird delays of comics and like the manga yeah, we unless like, you unless you want to count uh, the Dark Horse Free Comic Book Day for Adventures. Which oh yeah, that came out like a couple months year. ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was it. I love. I am very happy that like uh, all the silly things you can say about like trade paperback selections and and uh, like what they decide to bundle. I'm very happy that they did put that in. Yeah. the uh, the Dark Horse complete complete Phase One omnibus. Yeah. Um, it, it took a long time to get here, but. People yes. in America can finally get the full s- series of High Republic, and it's great. Yeah, I oh, it's a- I like that comic a lot. It's I just oh, yeah. got that book this week. Um, I haven't reread it, but it's it's a great right. collection. Yeah, no, I'm so, really happy to building. have that. Good job. Well, I do. I like I my my like crazy theory. Or I don't even think it's that crazy. Is that that second free comic book day issue was supposed to come out in 2022 and that was when igw lost it all and yeah, they just shelved it's certainly it certainly possible but it'd be i don't know it'd be weird if they like because it hadn't even been solicited or anything yeah that's true i mean like i think but well, it's think, also it's a weird thing yeah. to do if it wasn't planned because it was it, a it, very yeah. crucial story yeah maybe it could have been like the like you know dgo had written the script for it and like that you know they just never got any farther than that yeah, and it's kind of sat on a shelf for a year and a half, and then they're finally like, "Okay, you know, we can do this now with Dark yeah, Horse." Yeah, free comic book day. That's a good time yeah, yeah. to do it. But, anyways, um, yeah. So, quite a bit to talk about. We will probably be back in two weeks to talk about Shadows of Starlight, unless you know, hey, maybe, maybe, um, maybe you know, Darth Vader slaps. Yeah, maybe Afra thirty six. I mean, okay, Afra the last issue of Afra, Afra was a banger, but um, you know. Uh, literally and phys- and <laughs> uh, metaphorically. I know where you're going with that. Uh, I made but a anyways, that's every uh, issue of Afro, though. It's, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> this one's a little bit more. Uh, this is anyway, it, it was great. Uh, anyways, I think that's all we got. We'll see you all in two weeks. Uh, but with that, uh, let me pull the script over on a little behind the scenes. I'm going to pull the script over on the main monitor. Uh, that'll do it for this week of the Cosmic Force. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the show right here on YouTube where you can watch us every other Wednesday. We also encourage you to subscribe to our audio version on whatever podcast platform you prefer. And hey, if it's iTunes, leave us a five-star rating and review. It really helps us out. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter and tweet at the show at Cosmic Force Show. To stay up to date with the Star Wars comics happenings or follow us individually. I am at Jacob Bausch and Caleb is at Caleb Laminac. For reviews, articles and news for the rest of the Y Galaxy of Star Wars, be sure to visit utina.com. Another special thank you to Oz for joining us this evening as well. Um, if you want to join our Discord community and chat with like-minded fans, you can go to utini.com slash Discord. And you can also, again, support the show on patreon.com slash utini and ex- start ex- receiving exclusive perks at just $5 a month. A special thank you to Brian Dooley, Earl Q, Carl Sander, Zach W., Michael Fry, and Raymond Bazinski on our Jedi High Council, and James T., Ashley Ingalls, Colton Fife, and Chris Carrizo on our Alliance High Command for their excellent support. Again, thank you to Caleb and Oz for hosting with me this evening. And a special thank you to you all for tuning in. See you in two weeks and may the force be with you.